Welcome back. This is season two of Beyond Stardust. Thank you so much for your patience. It's been a wonderful month. We have launched a new program. We have held a wonderful master class called The Pillars of Growth. I have manifested quite a few wonderful things, um, a few new clients as well, and it's just starting out to be a beautiful um, year and welcome to spring. I'm just really excited about everything coming up. This season is going to be more conversations about our true nature and the art of manifestation. I will be sharing some EFT tapping. I also got certified for EFT tapping and we will be having some more wonderful interviews with some people I'm really excited about. So welcome to season two. I hope you enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Create and Curate, the art of conscious manifestation. This is the ultimate manifestation course where you learn everything you need to know about how to manifest and create your dream reality. This is a course, group coaching hybrid, so you get full support, group coaching through all of your manifestations, all of your goals, help move through your blocks help get aligned, and help learn how to receive everything you have been asking for. There is no missing pieces. You will walk away feeling like you have learned and mastered the art of conscious manifestation. If you are interested in joining us, please send me a message on Facebook or Instagram at Karina Levon. I hope to see you there. You are the universe. You are that which created the universe, and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience, and you get to have a life that is one of joy, peace, and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Hi everyone, welcome back to Beyond Stardust. This is the first episode of season two and I am so happy to be back and I am happy to have all of you guys back who are listening and today we are going to talk about the world being heavy because I know that a lot of people are trying to stay aligned, they're trying to stay high vibrational but there is a lot going on in the world. So I'd like to actually start this episode by reading a um, quote from a book called The Feeling is the Secret, actually it's called Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. And this comes from a section that is all about using the feeling in order to manifest our realities. The world cannot change until you change your conception of it. As within, so without. Nations, as well as people, are only what you believe them to be. No matter what the problem is, no matter where it is, no matter whom it concerns, you have no one to change but yourself, and you have neither opponent nor helper in bringing about the change within yourself. So that's from Neville Goddard in the um, Feeling is the Secret book. 
So the reason I wanted to share that is because I thought it was really relevant. Right now we're at a time where people are, you know, it's already been an interesting time for us who are in this reality at this moment. None of us can really deny that there have been things that have disrupted our normal way of life. And there are also things happening in the world that some of us are firsthand experiencing and others of us are not not experiencing it firsthand, but hearing about it and seeing it through media outlets, through social media, through friends and family who may be um, facing it and experiencing it firsthand. And I know that it has taken an emotional, a spiritual, a mental, and a physical toll on many people. So I just wanted to talk about this a little bit and share some tips and share some thoughts from 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 my end and from what I've learned and what from from what I've come to believe about the universe. So I hope that this helps some of you, hopefully many of you, and I am and of course I am open to having an open discussion about this as well. So I have had many conversations. The, what I teach is that the outside world doesn't reflect our inside world. And there are a lot of pushback from this belief. There's a lot of um, people who think that, that this belief might be a bit controversial. This is something I've come to understand about reality. And everything that I witness in my outside world, I come back home to myself and ask a few questions of myself. And I did this. So I'm going to be really honest when the whole thing that currently is happening between Russia and Ukraine, for instance, came up, I actually didn't experience any fear or worry. Those feelings did not come up within me. I did experience a lot of empathy. Um, Some tears did come up watching some footage and some people talking about it. And a lot of empathy and some heartache came up because I do have people that I love and care about who are there right now and other people who I have known through past acquaintances, past acquaintances that I know that are either from there or um, have family there. So it is a little close to home. And ultimately, whatever fears are coming up for you are completely valid. Your feelings are valid. Your feelings get to be honored. Your feelings get to move through you and they get to be transmuted. So if you're feeling fear, if you're feeling worried, you should not feel guilty or that you are not spiritually advanced or I don't know, whatever other thoughts may come up because you're feeling those feelings. Those feelings are human. Those feelings are valid. And we are not about spiritually bypassing here. So I just want to share a few things. I shared this on my stories, but it's worth sharing again because this is a very important um, way to approach life, especially when there's things that you cannot control. When things, when situations of worry come up, um, I believe I learned this from Eckhart Tolle. I think that's where I first heard it, but it just, you know, it's like so obvious and so, but of course. So the first thing that you do is you ask yourself. So you're feeling worry, you're feeling stress, the world is heavy. You ask yourself, is there something that I can do now? And 
I wrote here, is there any immediate action I can take that is pro the change I wish to see? Eckhart Tolle presented the question. I don't remember if it was in a book or in a, one of his talks that I watched. And he said, when you're in worry, ask the question, is there anything I can do about it now? If the answer is yes, then do it. If the answer is no, then there's really no point in worrying because there's nothing you can do about it. So I took this a little step further and I said, when bad things happen in the world, what do we do about it? And so the first step is to ask yourself, is there any immediate action I can take that is pro the change I wish to see in the world? So our energy is really important. And I would never, ever, ever tell people to ignore it, turn a blind eye, bypass it. I do think that what we focus on grows. So the way to address situations like this without spiritual bypassing is Instead of being anti-war, be pro-peace. Instead of being anti-violence, be pro-peace, pro-love. Instead of being anti-corruption, be pro um, honesty, pro situations that bring everyone to their highest potential and highest good. So is there any immediate action I can take that is pro the change I wish to see in the world? So let's use this Ukrainian-Russian conflict going on right now. Now, I understand some people are in the middle of it. Some people are hearing bombs dropped in their very own cities that they live in. And it can be really scary and those feelings are valid. And, and in those times, taking care of yourself as best as you can, taking care of your nervous system as best as you can, understanding that those emotions are really valid. And if you were not having those emotions, then um, you're either really repressing them or really enlightened. <laughs> so just just honor them, understand that they're normal. We are humans. We have survival instincts. We have fear. We have anger. Those are all normal human emotions. But when you ask yourself, is there an immediate action I can take that is pro the change I wish to see in the world? Even whether you're in the middle of a stressful situation or whether you're more removed from it, this is still a question you can ask. That, sh- that, that could be taking care of your neighbors. That could be offering assistance to your neighbors. That could be offering ex- assistance to the people around you. That could be comforting someone. That could be um, taking care of your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health. So that way your cup can overflow and you can serve others better. That can be so many different things. So that's the first thing to ask. And then it goes to, the answer is either yes, so then you take that action, you spread that love, you inject that love, you inject that light, you inject the, you, you spread the light of the love that you wish to see in the world, the change you wish to see in the world, and you can pray. So This is A, what action can you take? Prayer. Let's talk about prayer for a moment. 
A lot of people who are outside of areas of conflict are sharing, you know, prayers. I'm going to pray for you, prayers. What does that mean? Prayers isn't actually about begging someone outside of ourselves, begging a situation outside of ourselves to make things right, to fix it. It's really about sending that love. It's really about sending that light. It's really about tapping into that energy of gratitude, love, light, peace that you can tap into in any way that you can tap into and radiating it to all areas of your world, inner world, and the outer world. And that is where prayer is going to be most effective. So being grateful for all the times of peace, being grateful for the people who are safe, being grateful for um, for the people donating, whatever it is. But take it further and be grateful for So this goes into manifestation. This is like manifestation 101. And if we can do this on a wide scale, if we could collectively do this on a wide scale, we can make so many changes in the world. So take it one step further and be grateful for the situation as if it were the ideal situation. So let's say I'm praying for peace, okay? I'm praying for peace and for everybody to be safe and for the conflict to end. So I would think what would that look like if that situation were already here in reality what would that look like? And then I would start giving gratitude, and this is a form of prayer, giving gratitude for that as if it were here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the peace that has been bestowed. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone being for everyone being safe. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the ending of this conflict. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like and feeling it, genuinely feeling. It. You can say all the words you want to say, but the feeling like it, like the book that we just quoted today. The feeling is the secret. Feeling is the key. Okay? So there is something you can do. We can all do that, right? We can all inject love. We can all inject gratitude. We can all use the power of visualization and the power of feeling to shift the timeline in which which we are creating because the future is an infinite field of possibilities, of timeline possibilities. Anything can happen even in the very next second. Sure, there's more things that are probably... more things are more probable based on the trajectory that we're on, but in, but but there is an infinite field of possibilities. So understanding that, and while we cannot change the moment that has already manifested into our reality, which that's not exactly true either, but that's not for this episode. <laughs> um, but let's just say that to simplify it at this moment, we can direct what infinite possibility collapses into the next moment as our lived and experienced reality and we can do it on a collective level so we can all at least do that kind of prayer and look at our inner selves as well in other situations if for some reason the answer is no there is no action that you can take that no immediate action that i can take that is pro the change i wish to see in the world again just go back to gratitude Go back into alignment with the world that you wish to see. That is an action we can take. Worry about filling up your cup so it can overflow and help others. Worry about your inner world so that way 
the outer world starts to transform because our, our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And some people may say, well, it's not actually appearing in my reality. This, this is spiritual bypassing, by the way. I do not condone this. But some people might say, well, it's not actually appearing in my reality. So um, I'm not manifesting it. And I don't want to bring that bad energy into my reality or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, if you've heard about it, if you've seen even a glimpse of it, of it if it's come across your social media, if you've heard people talk about it, post about it, um, it's in your reality. It is. If it's appeared in your reality and you're aware of it, it exists in your reality. And that means that it is a reflection of something in you in addition to a collective um, manifestation. So it is not true that it's not in your reality. It is very much in your reality, maybe not on the same level as it is in other people's reality. And yes, everything is an invitation, like I've mentioned before, but the invitation isn't to bypass. The invitation is to either say, yes, more of this, please, or no, I like to choose something better, but you also must address the fact that it appeared in your reality in the first place. I hope that makes sense because what I always say is that, you know, it goes to everything is a blessing. When something negative, let's just say in my personal world on the on the day-to-day level happens that I don't like, I don't just ignore it and be like, okay, think positive, think positive. We don't do that here because that doesn't work long-term. That doesn't change our reality long-term. That is bypassing. What we do is we look at it and we say, hmm, I don't like this. I say no to this invitation. Is there anything I need to adjust in me? You start, you see it as a mirror. It's reflecting something. What in me is reflecting this? Is there anything I need to shift? Change that. Change your belief. Change your emotions. Change your programming. And then move forward with the positive. Um, the positive belief, the thing you're trying, and the things that you are calling into the new reality. So, always, always one thing that all of us can do as well is we can come home to who and what we truly are, okay? I talk about this often. Come home to that, our true nature, our true power, the God and the awareness that is, in with, that is within all of us, the I am that I am that you are that I am, that is within us, that is flowing through us, that is our life force, that is the the source of all creation that flows through us. It is coming through us. It's not somewhere out there. It's not someone out there. A lot of the narrative, and I even use this lingo as well because I'm so used to it at this point. Um, the universe will do this for you. God will do this for you. Out the, There's somebody or somewhere out there that does something and that's not how it works. It's coming through us. It's flowing through us. Coming home to that Coming home to that through practiced stillness, through practiced mindfulness, and through practiced meditation or meditative states, that is going to help you. It's going to help regulate your nervous system. It's going to help, help your mental health, physical health, spiritual health, and energetic health, which again makes you more available to be a support for those outside yourself. Um, create a newer, better future, again, through visualization, through gratitude, as if it were here already. So I say you basically act on the reality that's already been manifested, where it's needed and where you can. But to dwell in stress, 
To dwell in worry, to dwell in fear is just feeding that energy. Again, there's a big difference between trying to bypass, trying to ignore, trying to push away those feelings, which is actually just going to make them worse, or letting them come in, acknowledging they're there, honor them, and then say, what's next? And move on to something better. So if you can act on on the reality, like one of the actions I've chosen to take is on that, um, I was debating whether I wanted to continue la- launching Create or Curate create my manifestation course, and I decided I was going to, because this is my work in the world. This is my job. This is my work in the world. I'm helping people, and I don't want to stop doing that. So I decided that I was going to donate a portion of what I make from that to help people. That's an action that I can take. Um, in addition to spreading some resources that I think will be helpful. Again, I personally, I'm focused on where can I provide love? Where can I provide peace? Where can I provide assistance and less like, um, less protesting a war. That's just, I don't believe in that necessarily because again, I'm not anti-war, I'm pro-peace. And they actually talk about this in The Secret, which I love as well. They talk about don't be anti-something, be pro-something. So that's pretty powerful and a pretty great way to live by things. And it doesn't mean that you're not paying attention. It doesn't mean that you're not you know, aware of what's going on in the world, it means that you are focused on a trajectory that leads in a better direction than more of the same. So if you can take aligned action, if you can take action that's aligned within the, within what has already manifested, that promotes the world you wish to see, do that. Visualize a world that you would love to live in a world that does have peace a world where people get to live their lives to the best um that brings in the most joy that brings in the most support that brings in the um best of their experience and abilities and also acknowledging that this is one thing that people that I find that that many people struggle with acknowledging that there will always be challenges in our world. There always will be challenges in our world. The spiritual journey, the manifestation journey, the coming home to God journey, it it's transformational. It'll make so much change. When we get away from ego, we get away from the very reason why wars and greed and people wanting to take revenge and, and hatred and wanting to harm others even exists. But natural challenges in life will still exist. It's actually the challenges that cause us to awaken even quicker. I don't remember where I heard this analogy. I did not come up with it, so I'm not taking credit for it. But I heard somebody liken it to a rubber band. The further far, the further into challenge you get pulled when it releases, the quicker and with more force you get thrown into awakening. I know many people listening, um, I know it was like that for me, I know many people listening can resonate with that. So even challenges, believe it or not, even the hard things, even these things, all of this suffering in the world, challenges, they do ultimately 
have a purpose towards awakening, believe it or not. I've already mentioned this, but turning the looking glass back on yourself and asking yourself, where, what in me, where in me am I creating this reality? I'm not saying that you, you are responsible for all the conflict that's happening in your world, but I do believe that when something appears in a, in our reality, it is a reflection of something that exists in our world, in our inner world. Otherwise, it would not be appearing in our reality. I really believe that. This is, again, I've said this a million times, this is not about victim blaming. This is not about um, feeling like, yeah, responsible for everything. This is really actually taking radical responsibility for the future that you recreate. You create. This is taking radical um power back to understanding that you can create a beautiful future you can co-create we can co-create a beautiful world through working on our inner world so i'm next i want to share a little bit of um, what i wrote in my journal with you guys because all the stuff that i talk to you about here the tools i give the things that i recommend i'm not just preaching this is stuff that i do or have done for myself, with myself, that have worked for me. So I'm telling you, you know, ask yourself, what can I do that's aligned with the world I wish to see? I, of course, journaled on these questions myself. I, of course, looked to turn the looking glass inward on myself and asked myself, what in me is creating this in my reality? I did this very thing. So just kind of want to um, share this last part of what I wrote after I kind of answered those questions. When the world hands us a situation where after we have taken aligned action, after we have turned the looking glass in on ourselves, we can only let what plays out play out. We have to remember in these facts, all paths lead home. Death is just a transition, a new journey, and for many, a bridge back to our true nature. It is a blip the whole, this whole, this lifetime experience is what it, it's a blip, blip in the picture of all existence and consciousness of all in eternity. So that's what I wrote in my journal. I hope that that helps. So finally, I like to end this episode with a quote from A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. So I was reading, um, rereading this book the other day because I do that with books I love (laughs) and I thought that this part was important because I spoke about how the challenges and suffering actually can have a purpose and actually can help us as much as we want to end suffering in the world as much as we want to end personal suffering and suffering doesn't have to exist but when it does come up it's not bad it has a purpose. And I'm just going to read this quote to, to give you another perspective on suffering. This is from A New Earth. Eventually, suffering destroys the ego, but not until you suffer consciously. Human, humanity is destined to go beyond suffering, but not in the way the ego thinks. One of the ego's many erroneous assumptions, one of its many deluded thoughts is... I should not have to suffer. Sometimes the thought gets transferred to someone close to you, like my child should not have to suffer. That thought itself lies at the root of suffering. Suffering has a noble purpose, the evolution of consciousness and the burning up of the ego. 
The man on the cross is an archetypal image. He is every man and every woman. As long as you resist suffering, it is a slow process because the resistance creates more ego to burn up. When you accept suffering, however, there is an acceleration of that process which is brought about by the fact that you suffer consciously. You can accept suffering for yourself or you can accept it for something, someone else, such as your child or parent. In the midst of conscious suffering, there is already the transmutation. The, the transmutation. The fire of suffering becomes the light of consciousness. The truth is that you need to say yes to suffering before you can transcend it. This doesn't mean that you are doomed to suffer. You know, I think the first time I read that passage, I might have felt that similar thing. This is before I kind of really understood what Eckhart was writing about in his books on the deeper level. I think most of us have read or heard a lot of Eckhart um, Tolle's stuff, or at least I've read his books, but it actually took me years after reading um, The Power of Now and then rereading it before it finally clicked the deeper meaning, what was going on behind, um, between the lines, what he was actually pointing at. And this is a lot of what I teach as well. So it doesn't mean that you actually have to suffer. It just means that you acknowledge it and don't resist it when it comes up. When you approach suffering with consciousness through the viewing it with the eyes of consciousness, it transmutes. And from there, you can choose something better. From there, you can decline the invitation to stay in suffering. And that lesson can be learned on the personal level, but it also can be learned on the grand scale of things. And it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking that, and this isn't, you know, this is just one event. Many events happen throughout the world that don't get as much news um, as this specific event is getting. Um, and it's heartbreaking that that there's people out there who suffer and who are losing their lives, who um, have war crimes committed against them, who don't have food, who don't have water. It's absolutely heartbreaking. But sitting where you are, just thinking about it and ruminating in that heartache and suffering doesn't actually help anyone. It doesn't help anyone physically in the 3D world. It doesn't help anyone energetically. In fact, it's feeding fire with fire. It's feeding depression with depression. It's feeding sadness with sadness. Your power lies in your ability to change the energy, to transmute the energy, to transmute your own suffering, to change your own pro programming, to anchor into gratitude, to use the power of visualization, to use the power of gratitude, to use that infinite creative energy that pours through you every single day. Always come home to that. And remember, this life is just a blip on the radar. Time is infinite, we are infinite, and this is just a blip. I love you all. I hope this helped some of you. And thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. 
Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina Levon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at beyondstardustpodcast.gmail.com. See you next week.